Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. When investment performance matters, make sure your savings are with Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Drive Time on RTE Radio 1 with Sarah McInerney and Cormac O'Hara. With two restaurants set to be closing their doors every day since VAT rates returned to the higher rate of 13.5%, there is increasing pressure on the government to take action. Yesterday we heard calls for greater support for the hotel sector, but restaurant and cafe operators are making their case uh, for their own reduced tax rates to save valued community businesses across the country. Our reporter John Cook has been to Sligo to meet some of those who've uh, already shut their doors, and he joins me now. And There are quite a few of them, John, aren't there? Yeah, like a lot of places, Cormac, the Restaurants Association says 320 businesses have closed across the country in the past six months. Sligo's in the news also today for the highest commercial vacancy rate with 20.5% of commercial units unoccupied. And last week, Sligo Leitrim TD Marion Harkin told All Aaron that six hospitality businesses had closed in her area since the VAT rate moved from 9% to 13.5% last September, calling for government assistance for the extra cost they've put on businesses. I've been speaking to some operators who've shut their doors for the final time in recent days, starting with Jane Chambers, who along with her chef husband, Miles Lambert, made the decision to close their popular Baker Boys Deli and Cafe in the Finisglen area of Sligo on February 15th, resulting in job losses for 12 full-time staff in what Jane told me was a tough and emotional decision. Yeah, it was a really heavy decision and it was a very heavy week in that week of closing. You know, you have customers coming in and kind of felt a bit like a funeral, to be honest with you. So it was, um, but also cathartic in that respect because um, I sort of decided we opened it with such love and care. Let's try and close it with the same uh, respect that it's due, I suppose. But you have to face reality. It just isn't sustainable to keep it going. And you mentioned that's happening for quite a number of restaurants in Sligo and other places. Why make that decision to close? Yeah, it's the responsibility now. So the cost of ingredients went through the roof. Um, In both of our businesses, we bake everything in-house. Like butter has gone up 100%. Um, I mean, across the board, your ingredients have gone up a minimum of 50% and more. That's quite a huge cost. Have you passed that on to the customer or can you put um, that up in your prices? So... Prices have gone up across the board and we do incrementally increase prices with these changes, but there's a cap. You can't charge 15 euro for a sandwich, no matter how good the sandwich is. I don't want to be a business that has to charge 5 euro for a flat white. I mean, for me, it's an everyday pleasure. We're a casual daytime cafe style food. There is a limit to what you can charge. And also, I suppose you start, you price up your menu with one set of terms in place, which is a minimum wage set at what was originally 11.40 and a VAT rate set. And all of a sudden the goalposts change and you know you're supposed to reflect that in your prices the customer is not going to be happy with that all the time so our team here you know there's some people here who still can't afford to pay their bills with the new minimum wage so I think there has to be a better solution because that's not ideal either for us like 10 employees uh, on minimum wage that will cost us over 30,000 euro per year just for that pay increase alone and then the other thing is when minimum wage goes up, anyone who's in the business who isn't on minimum wage comes thinking, well, look, we want our jump to be higher. If I, if I was previously earning three euro more than minimum wage, they want to go up as well, which is understandable. And then obviously introducing sick pay, you know, unlike, I suppose, an office, if you're out sick, you might catch up on your work when you come back. If somebody in hospitality is out sick, their role has to be covered. So you're now paying two people for one person's job, the person who's sick and the person who's come in. 
And it's a difficult position because hospitality should be respected and it should, you know, the people who work here should have more security. But I think there needs to be more support from the government there. Now, Jane is still in business in the popular Shells Cafe in Strand Hill in Sligo, but warns of other closures to come because there have been similar announcements since she closed the Baker Boys Cafe 12 days ago. Anderson's Grill and Bar on Sligo's Kempton Promenade announced its closure online and following that, another popular restaurant further up the Wild Atlantic Way in Mullochmore announced its closure. Etna O'Sullivan ran her award-winning seafood restaurant Etna's by the Sea for three decades but won't reopen this season announcing her permanent closure because she told me about staff shortages, increased costs and what she described as a very challenging climate for small businesses. The VAT, the the warehousing, I mean, I didn't do that. Some did it and now are finding it very difficult with the rising costs to repay that. Quite a lot of rent has been increased as well. Housing, you know, it's not only just housing for um, the people who are running the business, but it's housing for their staff as well. And as that gets more expensive, the staff need more money. Um, the staffing, the, all the costs associated. I mean, everybody knows that everybody needs a, a good wage and the right to a pension and sick pay and all that sort of thing. But it's just another challenge at this time on top of all the other challenges. And the government has been good do, during COVID and, you know, uh, kept the VAT low. I I think reinstating that low VAT for the 9% VAT for small businesses, you know, we're, we're not all not big hotels and things like that. So small businesses need some supports. Certainly, I haven't been able to avail of some supports because I'm seasonal, you know. And also the apprenticeship programs. I'm seasonal, so it doesn't that doesn't help me as well. It is a crisis, and something really needs to be done, because Fulcher Ireland won't have places for people to eat, and food tourism does account for 35 percent of all international tourism revenue in Ireland. It's a big business, and it's it's going to be a big loss. That's no Sullivan of the closure of her seafood restaurant in Mullochmore. The VAT rate, John, still the main ask. It still is uh, for those who've left the business, as you've heard, and those running restaurants or cafes, Cormac. The Restaurants Association says the 9% lower VAT rate is the only show in town. A view echoed by their former president, Anthony Gray. He employs over 40 full and part-time staff at two businesses along Sligo's Garavogue River, the Hooked Cafe and Alabon Restaurant, where I met him. Now, I don't know, Cormac, if you've noticed recently that despite all these closures and costs, restaurants do seem busy customer demand is high and many listeners will tell you it can be very hard even to get a booking in some restaurants. So I asked Anthony if some restaurant owners simply want to increase their profits. Not at all. You know, if you want to get a booking in here, you'll definitely get a booking. That's not the case. It's not about profit. It's about survival. And it's about trying to keep our doors open and keep people in jobs with the hits on everything, with uh, wage costs, with pension enrollment, and with the costs of actually doing business spiralling out in control. It's impossible to do business. I'm looking at a break-even scenario. I'd be very lucky if I break even this year. What is it you're calling for? Because the finance minister said recently they're lowering the VAT would would not serve to to help your problem, which is mainly down to, to getting staff. Well... 
he's he's the finance minister and what he's going to see is obviously people um, back on the live register. You've already seen there's two restaurants closing per day in this country. I do think he needs to roll back on it. Yes, you've had a problem where the hotels were price gouging in Dublin. The previous minister, Pascal O'Donoghue, indeed pulled them uh, across the desk over it. But we don't cause that problem in rural Ireland. And it's high time that we as an industry are the hospitality industry. There is a split rate in VAT. There's no reason why they can't do it. You do it already for drink, where it's 23.5%, and then food was at 9 now it's gone back to 13.5%. But look at, if it stays at 13.5%, you're going to have a tsunami of closures, and it's going to be right across the board. You also have to realise this. Little small towns and villages like Sligo, like Tubbercurry, like Geeski, like Bundoran, so on, so on. Little cafes are the lifeblood of every uh, little village in this town. They supply jobs... Uh, the youth especially get their first job in a restaurant, that's not going to happen unless something is done. And he has to consider leaving the VAT rate at 9, 9%. If he doesn't, it's just going to lead to job losses. And making a special case for restaurants, not hotels, splitting the rate. Split the VAT rate, absolutely. For food-led businesses only, split it. Like, it's, it's obviously the hotels have caused this, and it's evident in, in, in what went on in Dublin, especially around concerts and stuff like that. But in rural Ireland, you don't have that. So, like, you know, he has to look at it with a common-sense approach and realise that if he does reduce the VAT rate, well, then businesses will be able to survive. If he doesn't, they're gone to the wall. That's Anthony Gray of the Alawan restaurant in Sligo. You've put his and other cafe owners' uh, calls to the Finance Minister, John. Any response? In a long and detailed response, Cormac, it certainly seems as though they've weighed it up. They say if the lower VAT rate was applied to just food and catering services, it would cost an estimated €545 million Euro, uh, per year, though revenue has advised the Department of Finance of practical operational concerns in having different VAT rates, say for hotel beds and restaurant meals. They say it would be difficult to police and could lead to VAT underpayment. The Minister's statement also points to a VAT rate of 20% on food services in Northern Ireland and Britain and concludes by saying the Minister of Finance has no plans currently to reduce the VAT rate for the tourism and hospitality sector to 9%. Okay, John Cook in Sligo, thank you. 51551.